Ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa. And I'm Suljana. And today we're talking about summer. We didn't pick a word of the week per se. We're just doing a summer wrap up and we'll probably talk about our feelings and stuff. So I mean, I do look pretty on brand. Yeah, I feel like, you know, it's almost Labor Day in the U.S. They don't have that in Britain, right? They don't do Labor Day. They do not do Labor Day. No. Are you you getting a three-day weekend, though? I am. Yeah, actually, I actually, and last Monday, this coming Monday was, sorry, this month, it was a bank holiday here. So I have like two Mondays off in a row. Whoa. That's know. All right. Well, yeah. you've been celebrating summer extra hard then. I yeah, pretty hard. Can't deny it. <laughs> but we thought, you know, summer, even if it's a weird COVID summer, we should still celebrate summer. It's great. Yep. Yep. We'll see if anybody gets a real Christmas. <laughs> oh, I know. I was just talking about that with someone where we're like, do we do cookie exchange parties? No, right? I don't are we think all, so. Yeah, are we all I don't think be watching so. Charles Dickens Christmas Carol in our basements and hiding from Corona, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. P- potential. They just canceled in London. They have this like in Hyde Park. They have this like massive winter wonderland. It's like Christmas markets are there, all of it. Like it's yeah. like a, from everyone I've talked to. They say it's like the most magical thing ever. And that's all I was like. I mean, I'm excited about a lot of things, but I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be so beautiful during Christmas, blah, blah. Johnny and I are going to love it. And they sent an email today saying it's canceled. So Corona, you strike again. (laughs) You strike again. (laughs) So here's to 2021, the year of fun. (laughs) The year of fun. Yeah. This is the last week before kids in our area go back to school. I know some people have already gone back to school, but and go back back to school. I mean, they are doing virtual unless you're in a private school. But even my old alma mater, James Madison University, did you see that? I was just so my. It just so happens that my boss's daughter goes to James. She's a freshman, James Madison. And they start, they told everyone we're doing classes like in person, it's happening, blah, blah. I kept trying to tell my boss, I was like, you should give her a gap year. This is a bad year to start school. You're going to not get your money back. Like bad call. And he was like, I know, but uh, whatever. So they literally like, he flew back. They moved her in all of that stuff. And it's a week. She's taken two classes in person. and now. They have been told to turn around and go home. So that's cool. <laughs> yep, saw that in my feed and I was like, uh, uh, uh. I know New York City has said that they might open two to three days a week starting as early as September 21st. Ooh, yikes. But here we are. It's still summer. We're going to pretend that those classes aren't real yet. Would you like me to talk about some of my summer fun. Sure. That'd be great. Tell me all about it. All right. So I decided that I would go and do the most fun things that I can think of during the summer. I would have loved to go to the beach this year, but since there's just a lot of crazies with no masks on and 
they are all at the beaches. We decided not to do that. So second best thing, crab feast in someone's backyard. Mm, I love that. I love that so much. I did tell people as I was telling them like about the crab feast that being from the Northeast, I still am surprised by how much work goes into taking apart crabs when I'm like, you do know there are lobsters in the world where you could just open their butt and their bigger claws and then you're done. And people are like, but crabs are so good. I was like, I don't know. I think you guys should go try it. It's, it's main- really like, it's a lot of work for a very small amount of meat. Yeah. You like, know, you, like you get excited when there's a dime's worth of meat to dip into butter. And I'm like, guys, this is hard. But this area has sold me that if you have some good margaritas and if you haven't seen friends in a while and let them go crazy, you can have tables and be socially distanced. And it's a trust fall, but we were outside and no COVID yet. So that's good. And blessings. (laughs) Right. And I ate five crabs outdoors and it was lovely. And I had some margaritas and I feel like margaritas burn away the COVID. Like if you have some booze, that For like sure. burns it down. Yeah. I and think so then, too. So that was a big one. And then for the first time this summer, I went to a pool. Not, Ooh. I know, not even my pool. So I snuck into someone's pool. My You're such friend, a rebel. Thank you. Thank you. And because of my recent weight loss, I was able to fit into a one-piece bathing suit that is just so beautiful. It's been one of those thin pieces that you hang on the wall and you're like, someday, someday I'm going to wear you in public. Someday is here. You someday did it. Someday is here. I put it on and I was like, you know what? It doesn't look like shapes have been squeezed into a sausage. I think I can wear this. And I love it. I did. And I looked lovely. And I, so the rules have basically been at pools. You can't bring guests in. Well, one of our friends' pools had adult swim from nine to 11 and their computer system wasn't up. So you never (laughs) had to log in and only during that time though. So you would just walk in you're like, Hey, I belong here. I know you haven't seen me all summer. It's fine. I'm cool. And they didn't blink an eye. And (laughs) Our friends brought mimosas and we had duck donuts, which are like those super fancy donuts. And it was lovely. And we just sat, oh, you did have to bring your own chair. I brought a blanket. My chairs are only Adirondack chairs. Everything else is put into storage. And it was lovely. I got to jump in pool. I did two cannonballs off a diving board. Oh, I love that. It It was real summer. So those are my two like big events. And then I've been taking, even when it gets laid out, my kids outside to just run them ragged. I was like, summer really is more, you have to be outdoors. You're running around. The sun's out more. So we should really jump into this. So we were catching fireflies the other day, which is just something I love to do. And my kids didn't squish any. So we kept going. And then biking up the street. So my kid has training wheels on his bike and now he just wants to bike up all the surfaces and everything. And so we've been doing it like late in the evening and it's nice, it's cool out, it's not nearly as humid and it was lovely. And then the last one was we had a family hot tubby time 
where even my husband got into the hot tub. It was impressive. It was one of those summer rains where it just rains all day, but like it's still warm and it was lovely. And for him to get in the hot tub, one, he just assumes everyone has been peeing constantly in the hot tub, despite the fact that it's only us. And there's a rule. And even my kids recognize it's a rule that there's no peeing in the hot tub. He refuses to believe that. He thinks they're just full of lies. But yeah. he didn't mean to get in a hot tub. And so we had family hot tubby time, which is, you know, so beautiful. Now, when you guys move, does the hot tub stay or does it come with you? So it's going to convey unless the people don't want it, which if they don't want it, I don't know. First, I don't know who looks at a hot tub. I was like, no, thank you. And, but if they don't, my daycare lady up the street wants it. And she's been mentioning this. And I was like, I tried to like, be reasonable about expectations. I'm like, one, it's a hot tubby. Like it's, it's hard to lift. There was like dudes with a forklift and stuff like that. She's like, yeah, yeah, no, I can, I can find them. I can, I can do that. I was like, okay. All right. I don't know that most people take their hot tubbies with them because it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. Who would expect that to convey? And she was like, okay, well, if it doesn't, I'll take it. I was like, okay. (laughs) I've seen her like cart some crazy stuff to her house. So I wouldn't put it past her that that would be a thing she would want. So we'll see. But as of right now, it is conveying with the house. And the new house doesn't have a hot tub. Oh, sounds like a yes. like a Christmas gift. Right. So I've <laughs> Attached to your she shed. <laughs> Actually, she shed. Exactly. So I haven't decided which one comes first. She shed or hot tub. But I think... These are ridiculous problems to have. And they're <laughs> yeah, probably, I suppose. Yeah. And they're probably not going to happen anytime soon. Like I'm going to move in and be like, oh, and I'm done. <laughs> like that's it. And, but I think if I start to notice this problem being an issue next year and we don't have pools, I think a, a hot tubby will be much quicker in the career. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, if you do do it this year, I feel like, hot tub would be a smarter choice because it's cold outside and you can pop into the hot tub during our cooler months. And then she shed 2021 summertime place to unwind. Yeah. (laughs) And these are good thoughts to have. And there's probably listeners out there being like, what are you complaining about? (laughs) Look, these are real. You, if, if we have learned anything during COVID is that you need to have a sanctuary, whether it's a garden, <laughs> I need a little patio space. I need somewhere that's not going to smell like dude farts. I have a family of dudes and they fart all the time. I need somewhere that smells like sandalwood all the time. Just so be <laughs> your like, only candle that you'll ever own. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna sit there and it's gonna burn perpetually in case any farts sneak into my she shed. It's gonna be gone. So that's yeah. it. Yeah. I um, love it. One last thing. So we went over to a trusted agent house. They're in our daycare. So it was her daughter's birthday. And here's something that I didn't realize my kids were lacking a driveway that you can roll down and gain momentum. So, oh, that sounds terrifying. <laughs> well, it was terrifying. 
So it's a one-year-old party. So they're all like, you know, within the ages of like, I think Johnny was maybe like one of the oldest at five. So they had these toys that are made for like one, two, three-year-olds that have four wheels and you just sit on it. And normally you're just propelling yourself forward with your little baby legs. You don't go too fast. And mm-hmm. apparently the one-year-old, it never occurred to just fly down the driveway. And it was a pretty steep driveway. And it went on for at least two to three car lengths. Wow. That is right. quite some distance. That's right. like a sledding hill. <laughs> and right into the road. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. So I grew up with a steep driveway And my brother and I did terrifying things on it, but it went to our backyard and you would fall into the grass. If there is no grass to fall into, I don't know what you do. So, you know, the little tykes, red cars with the yellow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My brother and I, one of us would be in the driving seat while the other one hung on top of the yellow part. (laughs) And would ride on top and we would go flying down that driveway and go barreling into the grass. I love so it. I, I know the joy that the, this driveway would have. I didn't realize my kids had never gone to a house that had a driveway like that before and had accessible toys. So one kid, poor Jordan, Jordan gets on this little thing. He's about three years old. He can barely like control and he goes flying and his mom starts chasing him down the driveway because she realizes he doesn't know how to stop. And she stopped him in the middle of the street. Had had any car been coming, it would have been terrifying. No one was coming, but the mom was like, and it was terrifying. One good thing is all of the parents and all the guests saw this. And the three other kids, two, two mine and the other one, realized we should not do this because it scared our parents. And all the parents looked and said, we don't do that. That's not a thing. You will stop at the sidewalk. And like one of us went down to the sidewalk. And so our kids were able to enjoy it and know that you break at the sidewalk. There is no more of this. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That sounds petrifying. But, you know, I'm actually... Oh, but the kids... Did it for like two hours. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, well, either they'll have the best time ever or one of them will break an arm and then they won't, the rest of them won't do it. <laughs> yeah. There were a couple of times where my klutzy Eric had a tumble and I was like, yeah, well, I'm glad he fell into the grass on the side because he couldn't, he couldn't go straight. He kept like zigzagging. So I was like, this is a good, this is a good system to have. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good. Yes, that's going to be my summer. I felt like the last two months of summer have been me experimenting with seltzer beers or hard seltzers, whichever one we want to call them. <laughs> yeah. My favorites to date have been Lining Kugel. Oh, yeah. I like that one. I like the Lining Kugels and the then, Summer Shandy. So, no, they had their own hard seltzers and oh. came like grapefruit, raspberry, lemon, but it wasn't black cherry. It was, oh, pineapple, strawberry okay, and something else. And I thought they were very good because I, I don't like seltzer. I just Uh-oh. like bubblies with my alcohol basically is what I've learned I wanted. So the one I tried this week that is also a favorite is Bon Vive. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I've had that one. Yeah, I really like that one. Black cherry was really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's like some of the seltzers are a little too sweet that I like end up getting heartburn because I'm in my 30s and that's just what happens now. Yeah, and I know (laughs) quite a few people like one of our guests, Ashley, she enjoyed a good white claw. White claw was a little too seltzery for me. I was like, oh, you're more seltzer. I need fruit with bubbles. That's what I need. Fruit bubbles. And I need like all this stuff. Yeah. So with that, I think that was my summer. Cool. That sounds like a pretty lovely summer. You know, a good chunk of my summer was occupied with basically just moving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, moving season is summertime. So I guess that is pretty ideal. Yeah, you don't want to do it in the winter and you don't want it to be stupid hot and moving to England. It's not stupid hot there. Are you saying it's beautiful? It's not. Yeah. So that's the thing I, when I was thinking about summer, I was like, well, I think British summer. And I mean, obviously like my empirical data is, is very limited, right? Like all I know is the past, what, like mm-hmm. month and a half, two yeah, months. Yeah. So that's all I've got to work from. But here it's like summer, but it's every day kind of feels a bit like fall, to be honest with you, because we still because it's it's an island. And the trouble here is, is not trouble, but like we get like we're kind of in the middle between getting like the trade winds, like the warm trade, like trade winds and like the Northern cold front basically. (laughs) So we end up somewhere in the middle and like, we do have sunny and beautiful days, but usually like in the evening, it's not, you know, like how at home it's like, it'll be like eight or nine o'clock and it'll still be like warm. That is not the case here. It is like, Okay. Well, it is chilly now at about seven o'clock, sometimes earlier. And you always need to have like a light jacket. So and you're wearing a sweatshirt right now. I am. I am. I'm wearing a little sweatshirt inside. So, you know, it's great. And it rained a little bit earlier. So like here there's, it's summer, but it like rains a lot. So it kind of feels like fall, if that makes any sense. But Anyway, so it's a bit of a confusing summer is what I'm trying to say. But summer activities that I have done. So since being here, I am like a market slut. Like (laughs) I just, I can't get enough of all the fresh markets that are here and just like all the cool, amazing things that you get to see. So there's, there's some like hotspot market. So Borough Market is really famous. Spitalfields Market, really famous. And Portobello Market in Notting Hill. Like those are, those three are like, oh, and Camden, Camden Market. So like those four things are, four markets are like well-known and really popular. So, but Borough Market is like, I think probably my favorite. It's like a foodies market. There are like vendors upon vendors upon vendors of all different types of food and like just goodness. Like you can't get enough. And there's like, what's one of the weirdest things you got from there or or things you liked, I should say. I got these like duck comfy (gasps) fries. 
Oh my with raslet cheese. Do you know what raslet cheese is? No. So it's Swiss style cheese that's like that melts really quickly and they just like take like spoonfuls and it's like they just put like it's almost like a liquid cheese. Not like liquid cheese, but like it's like it's a so melty. Huh? It's like a fondue cheese. No, no. It's like a melty, cheesy, like just goodness that's put it was like it was French fries that were cooked in duck fat. Then they had like shaved duck on the fries. And then they took raslet cheese and that was like melted. And they just like basically like use this kind of like it's like a it looks like it's a cheese wheel. It's like a raslet cheese wheel that's been like cooked, baked, warmed up, whatever you want to say. And then they take a spatula and they just go like scrape down and the cheese just like falls in this sticky, gooey. It's like the perfect consistency between like a fondue and like a brie kind of like melty mozzarella situation. It's so, I mean, it's like, I tried that and I was like, well, they're going, they're, I'm going to have coronary disease or something. (laughs) But it yeah. was so good, like un- unreal. So that was one of my favorites. Veganism is really big here, like wildly popular. I think because uh, I hear a lot of people are really, really environmentally conscious. So like recycling is big, all of that stuff. And so I, I mean, I guess like veganism, you know, like you're not hurting the animals, you're not creating all this byways, blah, blah, all the stuff. But I would never cook vegan for myself because I just think it's a lot of work. And in my idea, I'd be like eating raw vegetable. I don't, it just wouldn't work for me because I'm a fat kid at heart, but (laughs) I had pulled jackfruit tacos. I've done jackfruit before. And it surprised me. It was like really good. It tasted, it was, I mean, comparatively speaking to like pulled pork or whatever, pretty on brand. I mean, obviously it's not the same, but when I was was doing my pyramid scheme with the wine slushies, there was a vegan that was like, oh, can you throw a party at my place? But it's going to be vegan. And I was like, what would I even make? Cause I have the same like brain poop when I hear like vegan, I'm like, do you eat like just carrots and like hummus? What do you eat? And jackfruit came up a lot. I made jackfruit sliders and some of the vegans didn't know about that. I was like, oh, this would be all I eat. Yeah. Basically, but getting a jackfruit is a huge, (laughs) like it's a huge freaking thing and cutting it. Like it just seems like you have to work so hard to be a vegan. Oh yeah. Props you go to the, to the Asian market is what you do and you get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But like cutting it seems like a pain in the butt. Like all, I don't know. All of it just seems obnoxious for my personality. So whatever. And then also you're always like, I'm vegan. I'm vegan. And you're like, okay, I get it. <laughs> you're better than me. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah. So the going to Borough Market like really feels quintessentially summer to me because it's just like, you're, you don't really have an agenda. Right. And summer is kind of about relaxing. Right. So like 
I basically say like, I'm going to the market and like wherever the day takes me, it takes me. Right. So like pop into the market. I never know like who I'm going to see or what I'm going to eat, but I know it's going to be good. Then if I'm feeling it, I go like, we'll go to a pub, have a couple pints at the pub. Then you'll walk down the street and those there's like, you know, an artisan's like gallery type thing. So it's just like, I love that because summer for me, I just think like kind of like those long beach days of relaxation and like not planning every aspect of your life. So that's what kind of like doing the, going to these markets has kind of done for me. Cause it's like a surprise every time. And depending on which market I go to, it's like, I love thinking like when I Spitalfields is known for its like craftiness and its vendors, which you would probably love. Yeah, so you're take me when I come. I will. I will. 2021 when we're allowed to you know <laughs> go someplace, travel, do something. Yeah. And so it like, I love like having that opportunity and like not really having an agenda beyond the fact that I'm going to go to the market, you know what I mean? And then see whatever happens with the rest of the day. So. I- when you were walking through the market, it just sounds so beautiful. And like the handful of times I've gone to markets in this area, I never regret it, but it seems almost like being vegan. It's just so hard. Like, and it's not hard. I would, I, there's one in Springfield. I could drive over there, but it's not the same feel as like the ones you're, you're talking about. Yeah. I am possibly going to try to go to a flea market this weekend. in front Royal area. And it's because our handyman, Bobby lives out there and he's like, Oh, the flea market dinosaur land. You find some like really cool, weird things there. He's like, everyone just kind of hangs around and then they go get drunk after I was like, this (laughs) sounds like your people. (laughs) That's not the epitome of summer. Then what is go shopping for flea market catches and crap and then drink. Yes. That's it. I love it. Cool. I love that. So yeah, so that was one of the things. The other stuff is is here. I've gone to a couple rooftops. And for me, if it's summer, it's rooftop weather, right? So it's just like gorgeous views of like the city, having a cot. Like I'm obsessed with gin now. I'm a gin drinker through and through. Gin and tonics? Yes, but gin and tonics here are taken on another level. Like, did you know that there's pink gin? Did you know that there's all different types of tonics, like rhubarb (laughs) flavor? And like, it's another world here. Like, I'm going to have to, like, for Christmas, I'm going to send you some stuff. And you're just going to be like, wait, I don't have to just drink gin that tastes like pine needles. Yeah. (laughs) It's no, it's all in like the types of tonic that here it's like, a, it's almost like a cult. It's like, there's like certain tonics that are considered good and like quality and like they have different flavors. It's just wild. So yeah, Alex got really gin and tonic. So that would be perfect. I didn't even oh. know that they could yeah. suck less than pine needles. Yeah. It's amazing. But yeah, that's like one of the things like here for me, I, I went to this one rooftop and it's like, it was so cool because they gave me, first of all, the ice 
was an ice ball. Like it was just one giant ice ball, which by the way, inspired me to get on Amazon and purchase ice ball molds because I should also have this at home at all times. I've seen those and they look so swanky because I was like, someone had to make that ahead of time. You can't just think that in the moment. Yes, exactly. No, it's amazing. But they had this like giant ice ball, this gorgeous glass. And it was like, I had the rhubarb gin and tonic and it was like kind of like a pink color. And they put a pretty like, like sprig leaf or whatever. I was like, and then I was just like, it was kind of getting to be that golden hour, if you will. And I was like, this is freaking summer, baby. This is summer. summer. Yes. Yeah. I didn't even think about rooftop. Oh, that totally is summer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I used to so, love going out to bars in the summer and wearing what I call boob napkins, where it's like a piece of fabric in the front that covers like your stomach and your, your top, but then it ties around your neck and it ties in the back and that's it. So it's basically a boob napkin. Yes. I remember when those were popular and I could never wear them because my boobs were too big. I had tiny boobs. It was fine. And I was like, this is the only reason I have tiny boobs. Yay. That's it. That's it. So yeah, those are some of my summer activities. The other thing is, is that I am recently a plant mom. So right. We talked about this last time. What is the newest thing? I have an herb garden (gasps) so far. Time has reached the end of its time. (laughs) So you are working on being a better mom is what you're saying. Well, my basil is thriving. Like oh, it's like overflowing with love. Honestly, so, let time eat it because basil is so much more useful, I think. Agreed. Agreed. I tried to like revive time, but just, you know, and I think my next herb baby is going to be probably like rosemary. So. Oh, you know what? I was just going to say, I was like, you could also skip rosemary because who needs that shiz because <laughs> like. That's a perennial, so it keeps coming back. I had rosemary. I was like, when am I ever going to use this rosemary? You're so sassy and silly. Well, I kind of like to make lamb a lot, and rosemary is yeah. often called for in lamb recipes. It like enhances the flavor. So that's... Yeah. I was just like, I don't want rosemary on my chicken. I'm not a big fan of it. So, But it would, yeah. it would grow. But I did notice in our next house, what stood out to me was when I walked out to the balcony, so they had beautiful tomato plants. They're going to be in bloom. And they also had a giant thing of basil. And it just made my heart race because I've never been able to keep basil alive because we, we've been in shady places all the time. I literally keep basil, the basil, like right next to that giant window of mine. And then in the evenings, I put like a light on it because I use basil. Basil in so much of my yes. cooking, like all the time, that I'm like, you must thrive and you will stay alive. <laughs> my favorite herb that I would love to just have a whole yard of is cilantro. But I yeah. have come to terms with I can spend $2 and get all the cilantro I will need for the week, or I could waste so much time trying to keep a little baby thing of cilantro alive and it doesn't make sense. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I totally get it. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's the other way. Oh, I have chocolate mint that's going to come with me because my chocolate mint is so beautiful. 
Oh, that's cute. What do you use chocolate mint for? Mojitos. Mojitos. Mm, Delicious. And like, they could also go great with watermelon feta cheese and chocolate mint. And then a little of balsamic vinegar. Yeah, that actually sounds great. Now I kind of want that in a salad. Yeah. How come I haven't made that? That's very summery of me. I should do that. It is very summery. You know, I haven't had watermelon at all this summer. We have just had tons of watermelon. Were you the one telling me that? No, it was Johnny's girlfriend, Sylvia, her mom found out that one in like 10 watermelons is good. So it's not that you can't eat it. So if you go to the grocery store, there's a one out of 10 chance that you're going to have a delicious watermelon. The other ones are just going to be subpar. Hmm. But don't you do like the knock test on the watermelon? And if it sounds like kind of hollow, like that's the juicier that it's supposed and, to be. And it, it probably, that probably works. What they're saying is don't be surprised that there's a wide spectrum of watermelon. So hmm. It could be that it's great when you do the knock test, but then like you might take one home and be like, oh, I didn't get this right. Or you could be me and just think all watermelon is delicious and I don't care. Yeah, especially when you just happen to stick a handle of vodka in it and call it a party. (laughs) Right, boom, boom. I was very sad that I put, because I did think about about that. I had my spigot, I guess it's called spigot, I had Uh packed it away because I was thinking, oh, that would be super great if I just put like COVID, made COVID watermelon and just had like, but I'd already put it away. And I was like, oh, I can't be buying another one. All right. Future, future. Yeah, she'll work on that. That's it. I remember a couple of years ago when I was in my 20s and it was super cool. And actually at the time I lived in St. Louis and we used to do float trips on the (laughs) river (laughs) and we spent a Memorial weekend floating on the river and why did I, okay. Anyways, my contribution to the party was I got a big watermelon. I shoved a handle of vodka in it. Yeah. And then, because technically you're not supposed to have can like bottles or whatever on the river. And I was like, well, I'm following the rules. Like technically there is no, right. Yeah. So I just like brought this watermelon and I like cut it up and I was like, Hey guys, bring watermelon. Like it'll be so refreshing on the river. Needless to say, I didn't really tell anyone. I was like, it's a little bit strong, just so you know. And people were like, okay, like whatever. And people like forgot there was like booze in it. And like everyone was just like crushing watermelon. And before you know it, there we had a party. (laughs) Yeah, totally smashed. That's the way to do it, right? Yeah. So you went to a good point, a good water float. That is summer. I don't think I have been having them on. The socially distanced dog walks, sometimes if it's too hot and we know the dogs won't enjoy it, we will switch to lake float. Ooh, lovely. I've had two of those. It was really good. I enjoyed it. I like that. I like that a lot. I've only done it once. Pool once, lake float once. So good. Yeah. All right. Should we get to our pillars, Lene? Yeah. Let me just, let me just knock these bad boys out. Tell me yours. Go crazy. Okay. So productivity. 
Actually, I'm going to say two for productivity. One, I built an Ikea couch. I didn't do it alone. My girl Jess here, who's been my little like superhero savior with like everything life in UK, came over and helped. And she did majority of the work, to be honest. But I fed her. So I am taking credit for that. Then for... Butter burn. I Peloton is life. You can't yes. tell me otherwise. But my friend Ashley is doing thirty days of a thirty days of Peloton. So she's doing a ride every single day, and I've hopped on this train of taking doing a ride with her every single day. So after we're done here, your girl's gonna get a ride in. But yeah, just just like that. So then. My laugh out loud. I was going to originally tell one story, but I'm going to say another. Okay. So I recently, as you know, I am basically a gorilla, like a hairy gorilla. (laughs) It is no secret. And quite frankly, during COVID, my beard was aggressive. (laughs) I didn't get to see my waxers or any of that as obviously like whatever. And of course, yes, I could have shaved that. But my fear was that I would get a worse beard because I believe that myth. Because so people say I've, I've been shaving my mustache. Oh, does it come back worse? No, I don't they, think so. I because when you you were telling me about like your situation, I was like, oh well you're right. I should take care of my mustache since I've noticed it. And like one side definitely had darker, what do we call them? Fur babies? Like little darker. Whiskers. <laughs> and so I think one side, there is a larger pore. So there is, I, I now exfoliate super, super size before I do a quick shave. I really think that having the lady shaver that I do, why can I not think of it? It starts with a B, the Billy shaver that I got as part of our femininity podcast yeah. episode has really helped too. But yeah, I think it's worked out pretty well to the point where I will notice if I need to do it because I was like, oh, my fur's back. I do like it when it's gone, but I don't think it's come in darker. I am so, I wish that was like my genetics, but like I literally have like fuzzies around my belly button. I've got like under my chin, like it's just aggressive. I do have like one giant hair that either was a pube that has decided to go (laughs) to the Arctic circle. That is my belly button, or it's just a randomly long hair, but it's in the middle of like between my belly button and bikini area. And I'm like, why are you there? You're, you're the only one. So I have to occasionally take care of that guy. Cause it's a lone soldier. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. So I, so I went, I finally, I found a place here that does threading and it was kind of like in a like nicer place, whatever. And I go, and the woman I have is this Indian woman. And she is, she's like, First of all, she's like, she's really nice. Like I, anything I say is might perhaps be misunder, mischaracterized, but it's not like, I don't, I wasn't offended at all. She was like, looks like you have been waiting for us. And like because, <laughs> referring to the fact that like my like facial hair was out of control. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure have. Sure and- love you. <laughs> so 
So she's like, and honestly, like it was, I haven't done this in so long. So it actually like before it like that didn't hurt me because I do it so often that like I'm almost numb to the pain, but I hadn't done it because of COVID for so long that I had like tears in my eyes as she was like threading my beard. And she just like, as she's doing it, she's like, Oh, it's just so bad. It is so bad. <laughs> it's like, just like this comment. And like, she's like doing it. She's like, your hair is so strong. It keeps breaking my thread. <laughs> was wow. Like, I mean, that's a superpower, right? Yes. <laughs> oh gosh. That's definitely not the opposite of what you want to hear. Oh, right. Right. But I'm like, also it's like, not as like, I've been dealing with this my entire life. So like, it's kind of funny to me. But it, the, her reactions were just like, it's like she was in shock. And like, I'm going to, I, for like, I, she's, I'm like, you're Indian. Like you have very strong hair as well. Like she had like thick, dark hair, like very yeah. long hair. So I was like, I find it hard that you don't have like the same issues that I have. Yeah. And then finally, like we're finishing up our session and she's like, I think you should get laser hair removal. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I've been, and it's funny because I had actually like, I'd been thinking about it, especially with like the wedding and like, I just wanting to like not worry about it or whatever. And she was like, yeah, I had it done. And I was like, okay, cool. So she told me the name of her, the place that she went to. And I came home and I looked it up. And sure enough, they were having a 70% off flash sale. So I'm getting laser hair removal on my face. And it's only cut. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited. But it like made me laugh along the way. And it was 300 pounds for 10 sessions. And then I will be hair free. Totally worth it. Totally worth it to me. That is worth it. Especially knowing how painful I've only done threading once and it was after I had done my eyebrows. So I was like, well, just try it out. And that it can be painful. Some people have told me threading like felt better, but I was like, I don't know. At least if I'm doing it with like tweezers in my house, I'm like, oh yeah. So she is anti-tweezers. She's like tweezers are so bad for you because like they break the hair follicle, I guess. And they cause bumps. I don't know. She was very anti-tweezers. So I don't know. She was like, don't use them ever again. (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. I'm trying to think. There's been a couple of times where I've seen bumps before, but I don't think it's a recurring thing that I've noticed. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So just, these are some of the things I've learned. So, you know, I went into consideration. Yeah. What about you? Tell me about your... So my butter off the buns has been getting back on the boat of my step challenge, step bet challenge. But now I have lower step counts. So before some of my step counts were like 18,000 steps. And that was like an active or a power day. And I was like, this is not sustainable. Now I'm a little bit better. But last week was not great. Luckily, they give you a warm up week where they're like, let's practice step bet. And there was one day where, like, I would have been kicked out had it not been warm up week. So 
I have now kept my mini trampoline around. And then during my work hours, if I'm on a conference call where I need to just absorb it and like I'm only jumping in occasionally, I've been hopping on the treadmill and like trying to get like 20 minutes in or, you know, 30 minutes. That's great. All the minutes count. Right. Exactly. So I'm like, okay. So that has been as far working out as I've been doing. Productivity has been a little sillier, except I'm now using one calendar. Wow. That's great. Right. Where I can now ask Alexa or Google what's on my calendar. Cause I, I have them synced now because I was jumping onto work and people would put meetings on my calendar. I'm like, what is this? And it was a little embarrassing last week where I was like, Oh, this guy that I'm working with put a calendar invite. And because of the way I was viewing it in our calendar system, it looked like he had invited me for an hour meeting. I was like, I'm going to ask him if I can reschedule this because it, it like he should have seen that this isn't good. So I responded. I was like, Hey, can we reschedule? Sorry, I'm not going to be able to make it. He had invited like 40 people and it was more of an informational thing. He didn't invite just me, but he was so nice. He was like, Oh, I would have totally rescheduled it, except everyone else was able to go. And I was really doing it for like these five people. <laughs> um, but if you need your own session, I was like, what a jerk. If I just opened it in some other system or even like seen it. So that was kind of the last straw where I was like, I don't need these surprises. I already look dumb at work. I don't need more dumb, dumb things to exacerbate the system. Like I was in a WebEx where you know the chat system. Yes. So I usually am pretty good about seeing private chats and privately chatting. In fact, I usually instigate most private chats. Right. My boss was like, oh, hey, when did you start? And I start sending messages to the entire group. And it's a giant town hall, by the way. So it's like people on there. I was like, August 16th. Does that sound right? And she did an LOL privately to me. And she's like, okay, I have this date or this date. I was like, okay, does that sound right? And again, I'm still sending messages. No one is really paying attention because there's like tons of other messages. But I was like, what a Jojo head. I'm just sending (laughs) dates out there. And meanwhile, other people were talking about dates of when school was starting versus when we were going to 75% and our group and all this other junk. So maybe they thought I was a complete moron and just throwing out my own dates. But I was like, yeah, I need to, I need to focus more on these things. And then my laugh out loud was, I like, I like a good meme. And now that I've had to switch where there's not like animated gifts in my life all the time, we're now in a new chat messaging system. I miss memes. So I sent you one and I sent a bunch of my friends this one. It, how I've been feeling, which is this girl jumps on it's a water park and you know those curved wave things that mimic yeah like the surfing things yeah so you jump on it and then you can kind of stay in the same like area well she jumps down and immediately goes underneath her lane into another lane and then (laughs) the other boy out and then the lifeguard manning dude is there he tries to get her, but spins her around. So she goes back up into the surf thing, then takes out the kid again and the lifeguard dude at the end. And <laughs> me 
trying to survive the work week. I was like, that is me trying to survive right now. I have like the house paperwork. I feel like a new problem comes in every day. And then we talked last time about new job where I'm like, what do I do here? I had someone call me out and say in one of our one-to-one sessions. So I was doing like a pulse check of like my teammates and it was on kind of behalf of my boss, but like, you know, it was just, I was like, I'm a people person. And for the last three years, I've been taking care of data people. So I was like, I feel comfortable in this role. I will also check in to see how everyone's doing. And then like, you know, just rate overall trends. I'm not saying like so-and-so feels terrible and -and so-and-so, but like overall trends, like it'd be great if we had more training. Everyone says that. Well, I was in a meeting with someone and they're like, why are you asking these questions? Are you, are you, are you, are you checking in on all of us? Is that your new job? Are you like, and I was like, oh, I mean, I am (laughs) like, I mean, it's still cool. I mean, and she's like, wait, are you like a wellness coach for us? I was like, I was like, well, I used to be honestly, you could engine. be, you've read right. so many books. <laughs> right. I was like, well, I was a happiness engineer. That was my self like indulgent title before that was communication solutionist. I do need a new word. I think wellness coach might be what I'm going to be for right now. That's it. Yeah. So I'm wellness, the, you're the, you're the, you're your team's yeah. wellness woman. <laughs> Other thing that made me laugh out loud was the TV show, Cobra Kai. Haven't heard of it. So Karate Kid back in like 1985 came out. Danny, what was his name? Menudo, I think is his name. He was the Karate Kid. The other guy was, I'm probably going to get his name wrong, Johnny Lawrence. He was the guy that loses the fight. So now present day, the show is based on, and it's called Cobra Kai because that's who Johnny Lawrence, that was his dojo. And it was like okay. a bad dojo. So they had the same characters from it. So the same guys that played in Karate Kid are now playing their adult selves. And now okay. they're older. And like Danny has a successful business. Johnny Lawrence doesn't. And it kind of goes a little out of control from there. I laughed out loud several times while watching it. Alex is riveted. I've talked to a few other people. It's, I would recommend it. It's good. Okay. All right. We'll have to check that out. It's on Netflix right now. Okay. Definitely. Okay. We'll check it out. But there you go. All right, everybody. Well, hello. hello.